I miss Kurt. But but there's Dave. Even I know who this is. Nirvana. There you go. There you go. You see, that's awesome. Kurt Cobain. You really crushed that one. You you nailed it. I did. Congratulations. I'm proud of myself. Turn turn down Kurt. I'd like to welcome everybody once again to the Audible and our After the Whistle Redskins After Show. I'm joined by Kevin Ricca. Happy Filthy Tuesday. Happy Filthy Tuesday to you too, sir. Thank you. T. Stragon, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Got a little bit of spirit. A little spirit of sunny. Yeah, going on yeah. Over the there. first sip usually is a little harsher than the rest. Oh, yeah, you know, I've I, you, this is a this is a celebration week. It's always a celebration when you have Matt the Real Deal Seal, our very own Pichuetti, in the house. Appreciate that. Cheers, boys. Cheers, cheers. He had to back up off of it, sit that cup down for a second. I didn't did. It? It's a red breast night. Can everybody. I say I'm happy though? I'm happy. You can say week. you're happy, happy but I just want week. you know. I, I always feel like we don't ever talk about the the spirit of sunny that we're drinking. Uh, when we should, it, it, it's a red breast night. Red breast is a good thing. Red breast means we're happy. Red breast means uh, calls for celebration, it's, it's victory. So all of us can celebrate. We can bring in some of the spirit of Billy Kilmer this evening as well. Old whiskey, they called him, right? Yeah. This is a when when Philly comes down to our stadium and 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 we win, it's like a double. It's like a double down celebration. Not because of the quality of the team. It's because of those green jerseys in the stands. My hatred for the Cowboys will always be number one, but Philly really is a very, 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 very close second. Uh, and it's gotten stronger in, in, in the last couple of years. It's the feeling it, is strong. It's the proximity to, it's the fact that you know a lot of people who are from Philly. Um, this weekend was the first time, I, I, you know, watching a game, and when it was all said and done, it was like, hell yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, like beat the hey, shit out of them. Beat the shit out of them. Where the hey, where, where the hell is Pennsylvania? By the way, I've <laughs> been hearing about this whoa, for a whoa, month now. Whoa, for a month now. With all due respect, the kid is good. The kid. All is I good. saw, all I saw, no, no, no. was average football. No, no, he I don't made, care about any he years. He still or made some pretty darn good plays for a rookie. I think the kid's going to be very good. He's going to be just fine. But yeah, yeah. the no, one no, problem no, for no. him is he it plays wasn't for the his Eagles. fault. It wasn't because of him. I don't care. It's all I had to hear about. Left, right, all over the place. Oh, I no, I get that. He came no, out no, no, and no. threw a lot of bad balls. There was more bad balls thrown because by him. there were there were people hitting him right in the freaking chops. I wish you gave all Kirk, day. I wish you gave Kirk some of that leeway. <laughs> Look, Kirk played this weekend worthy of. What what he what? Oh, what I thought he was going to say it. This I thought he was going to say it. Worthy of what he's getting. This was the first time he balled out this year, and this was what we saw in the last ten games last year. Can he keep it up? I hope so. And, and I mean, he was. You he hold was, him. Sorry, you just hold him to a very high standard. I mean, You're very I'm nice to the Phillies quarterback. You're being very nice to Phillies quarterback. No, through a bunch of terrible balls. I, I think the kid's going to be good. I think I don't. I don't think. I. I, th- I still think he made some pretty impressive plays for a rookie. Well, that being said, I didn't get the ridicule about Wentz and all that <laughs> stuff from other people like you. Oh, well, Wentzylvania is all over the place. From. It's not just at the ball. I know, this I, is all I, over I know the place. where you're coming from, but I mean. Kurt was balls out this week. It was unbelievable. Now, he had he had some bad plays. The, the interception was deplorable. But 
uh, he was he was ridiculous. Happy, I happy, mean, happy. He can keep that going. I'm happy. just going to say this to you. I thought you were about to say he was worthy of. We all got a little excited. We didn't hear it. Twelve guys in the NFL. Worthy of praise. Twelve, twelve guys at his position make more money than him. Yeah. Two of those guys have a better record than him. So let's not forget that, that this guy is. Got a 4-0 and o win streak going. No more talking about this other guy. Forget his name. Wherever Wensylvania yeah, let me, is. Let me, let me give you guys a couple of things. So, um, so first of all, we, the score doesn't make you think we, we beat him as bad as we beat him. We even tried to give it away 27-20. Uh, they're, they're in the game because of two big plays. Uh, it's, it's exactly the way we've yeah. lost a million games. Um, we, we did win this kind of going away, but let me give you guys this. Here's some scoring drives for you for the Redskins. We got three plays, 71 yards, a minute and a half. Nine plays, 90 yards, five minutes and 31 seconds. Five plays, 37. Oh, that was actually a bad one. 13 plays, 75 yards, three, uh, three, 349. 12 plays, 65 yards, six minutes and 20 seconds. Seven plays, 58 yards. What is that, nine? No, seven plays, that's three, three minutes and 13 seconds. Um, and then we ran out the game on a four-play, 54-yard drive, a minute and a half. We, we dominated them in, in a major, major, you know, just a discouraging, butt-whooping way. Uh, the score doesn't tell that story, but that, that's what happened. We destroyed them. They really were not, had no business being in this game. It was awesome. Fourth straight win against Philadelphia. Um, Puts us right back in the thick of things uh, in the NFC East. Um, another cool, interesting thing: we're, we're two and two at home, so we kind of balanced that out. You know, losing two quick ones um, oh, yeah. that kind of blew. But for, at four and two, we're still we still trail the Dallas Cowboys. Let's just say that that's that's the way it is. Uh, Dallas Cowboys have earned their spot. They they beat us. We've been saying what, what do we say after we were zero and two, coming off that terrible loss to Dallas? All we said was, "Listen, this is one goal we have in life." Make Thanksgiving matter. And ever since we said that, we can't take all the credit, obviously, for a four-game winning streak. <laughs> but making, you know, striving to make that Thanksgiving game a meaningful 4.30 p.m. in the middle of turkey dinner with all your family kind of game, we are, we are way on track for that. Way on track for that. That's huge. That is huge. There's, there's so many things I want to say to you right now with all that stuff you just said. But, yes, the NFC East is 15-8. and eight. We're all taking our, our games up, and obviously Dallas has. And I, hey, I don't want to hear any more clowning. We got the best record overall. I don't care what the schedule say of anyone out there. And uh, making Thanksgiving important again. Well, we've done that. We 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 whipped that out in like three weeks from that first discussion. We're right back in the thick of it. And it, you know, second to uh, in the NFC East, if the playoffs were to start today, we'd travel to Atlanta for a wild card game. They don't. It's week seven. We're not. We're, that's not. But, but the fact that we're the fact that we, you know we've gone from being zero and two um, to squarely in the conversation for the NFC uh, with 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 the chance still to play, and I call it a chance to play Green Bay and Arizona and Carolina. Right. Who cares what their records are? You okay. know they're going to be hard teams to beat, and we get a chance to play them and show who, no. who we are against those those organizations. Sure. What I saw this past weekend was if they can string that together that kind of performance, and still have things to clean up and work on and improve on, now we're talking. And that, that's the momentum that you guys you know, were talking about coming on. I didn't see it, and we still got to see it happen again next week in, for, in order for it to be called momentum, truly momentum, because that was the first time in a game 
when you know, despite the the touchdown, ret- uh, the kickoff return, and the the pick six, you were confident that the that the defense was going to go in there and stop them. I I can't. At the beginning of the year, we talked about um, this this offense being pass heavy to set up the run. I think we came out flinging the ball all around and got the run game going at the same time. See awesome how, balance. Yeah. Awesome balance offensively. Kirk made some big throws. Matt Jones runs the ball hard. How about Chris Thompson? I want to give him a standing ovation. Does anyone, on our, about him last does anyone on our damn team, and after this game, I was going nuts. Play their role as well as he plays his role. We talked he about him last awesome. week. Yeah. Well, and midway through the second quarter, after we scored seven, on our way in to score our 14th point, from that point on until we scored uh, our first touchdown of the second, our field goal in the second half to make it 24-14, we had 38 offensive possessions. They had, within that t- 38 offensive plays within that time frame, they had a return kickoff, the pick six, and a kneel down. Yeah. Our offense was on the field for 38 plays yeah. in that time. It was clicking. Kirk was getting us in a position to run the ball. The O-line was just beating dudes down. Our boys ran hard, and then we made plays in the passing game. Everything that we wanted to see, the bend but don't break D, they have not given up a touchdown in 26 possessions. That leads me to my question. Holy hell! Kevin and T and Pete, is our defense good? I mean, are we a good defense? Cause, but, cause I let, don't know. Because like a month ago? <laughs> I don't know. Statistically, we were pretty I mean, sh- other we were, than the run. Actually, statistics, there's some, of this, some statistics, in fact, some very important defensive statistics, we're still very, very poor in. Like run defense. Um, right. Well, our, our run defense has actually has gotten better from you know historic lows. Uh, we still aren't. We even though we did better against Philadelphia, we still aren't the. Um, I think we're we're, we're Philly's going to help the averages out a little against bit. third down on third downs. Mm-hmm. Our our defense is you know has still struggled, um, but our pass defense is is top half now, um, and, and we we're not giving up points. It's kind of kind it's of crazy. weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, why aren't teams scoring I'm, fifty points on us? I'm with you, Kevin. I, I I think I'm a pretty smart football person. Like I understand the game. And my biggest question about what happened, how this happened last weekend, is why? Why did it happen? Why did they get their running game going? Why were they all of a sudden able to get this pressure on? Is it because Philly actually sucks that they were this team that's that, that the nobody Pittsburgh really Steelers knew? Fans or, are thinking. I know that's what I'm saying. Why? Is it going to happen again next week? What was it this past week that so happened that one, didn't happen before I got that needs to happen again? So, uh, you know, clearly, so Ryan Kerrigan looked like a man possessed um, in the first half. From snap one. Yeah, that he, was an he, ass kick. <laughs> he, he, he got served up a, a bad player. Right tackle Fine. Yeah. After a while. Fine. And, Fine, and, that, he, and he, he got served. Yeah, he, he definitely was a factor. Uh, he looked sure. like a different guy. So that was, that was something. To me, you know, I, I say look no farther than Josh Norman. Uh, we know how good of a player he is. We had, you know, we spent the first two weeks again when we were in a downward spiral, worrying about who he's supposed to be covering. Is he going to roam the field and who he's going to get to a spat? That with. guy, yeah, uh, he's the best player on the field. Um, oh, he, he, you can't, you can't go near him. And depending on what Philadelphia was trying to do early, they couldn't, they couldn't do what they wanted to do outside because of Josh Norman. I mean, Brashad Breeland played well. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, you know, and, and let's also recognize that Philadelphia made some key drops, uh, which is really, you know, we just did our high school show. We talk about, like, the future of programs um, and when, when, when you have the talent uh, and when you, when you know that you've got to make something happen with the guys you have. The interesting thing about Philadelphia's talent, because they have a ton of young talent, but their wide receiving core, which is a very talented wide receiving core with uh, Matthews, Aguilar, 
and, and Doriel Green-Beckham, who's a very talented guy, but they, they drop balls. Jordan Matthews, I, th- I, think, I thought he was the best guy, uh, the best wide receiver in that, in that class, and that class had a lot of wide receivers in it. He's a darn good wide but receiver. He always seems, and maybe it's just against the Redskins. I, I hope, for his sake, maybe I hope that that's the case for our sake too. Um, he's awesome. I can't, but he drops balls. And, you know, when you have Sam Bradford as your quarterback, and, you know, he's going to get – he got his 300 yards a game, and he was, you know, lighting it up statistically uh, at times in Chip Kelly's offense. Um, I think sometimes that masks oh, – because when you're running an offense with uh, a Carson Wentz and you're trying to establish a different kind of philosophy uh, and you want to build up a young guy's confidence, the way, that they, the way that those wide receivers play, to me, that's the only – possible way that Carson Wentz's career could, could become derailed is if that wide receiving core continues down the road it's on right now. Because the road it's on right now, it's, 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 it's going to doom Wentz. So was it Philadelphia playing their worst game and Redskins playing their best? And maybe it's somewhere in between what we saw early on and what we saw this past week? I can't, I can't believe what I just saw. I can't believe it. And I got a good look at it. I can't believe we're as good as we looked against Philadelphia. We looked really, really good. I refuse to believe. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, I, in week six, the, the, I mean, that came out of nowhere. What we did, we dismantled them in a manner um, that didn't even look fair. They always say the true tell stat in the NFL is yards. Yards, 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 because, you know, you know red zone, this, that, and the other. We can go all day. We doubled, we doubled their, their output. And like I said, that little stretch in the second through third quarter when we, you know, gave up 14 points but had 38 plays run to their one kneel down. That's, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure if I've ever witnessed something like that before, uh, including you know, the, the special teams snafu with a, with a pick six. But you know, we've all seen that play in the NFL. You know, the unblocked defensive end doesn't bite on the, on, the, on the play action fake, and he's in the quarterback's face. And you know, you're lucky if it gets batted he down. He threw it you're, so lazily. I, I know. It, he tried, like, but I've seen it. I've and like, the, pla- the pass right I, before it was lazy. As well, but he completed it. Yeah, but that was rolling left, he hitting was. Jamison Crowder yeah. on a 22-yard cross. He threw it like that, and I was like, uh, and then he threw it again the second time, and it got picked. I was like, you go to the well too many times. Yeah, but that was different. I know what you're saying, but when he rolled left, and he found Crowder in, in a spot on a, on a late crossing yeah. route, after Crowder got sacked for that, not sacked, tackled for the nine-yard loss on the reverse, that, you know, whatever. Oh, That's a hit-or-miss play. Everyone knows it. You're hit. But that next play, second 20, like T said, he rolls left, he rolls left, he finds space. He, Crowder gets up. After getting tackled for nine-yard loss, did you the crowd in the background to see him get up and he got the crowd going. This guy's a super factor in what we're going to do for the next two and a half years, and hopefully the next ten years. Yes, first downs. I mean, in this league, you have to. We say it every week. You have to have a guy like that who can take advantage of the rules. He's always running to open space. In that play, in particular, he was he was cutting, streaking into yep. open space. He's two, on the backside. He's probably the number four guy. Two yards into the over the first down line. Um, he, you he would certainly be one of my first guys I'd be thinking about. Without a I, doubt. When I'm his quarterback, because I know oh, yeah. he's going to catch it. I agree number totally. One. And number two, he's very likely to be open, whether it's on time or if I'm scrambling. He's got that knack, man. That, yeah. It's, it's what, what it is. You can't coach it. He, he gets there. He makes the play. He's physical. Now, and, man. If he gets on the same page with Kirk over a period of four or five years, that's when it becomes really special. That's really what you want. Uh, and, and Jamison Crowder, let's not mistake anything. He is good enough to be uh, a difference-making 
possession slot receiver in this league, and if he gets paired up with the right quarterback at the right time, I mean, he's he's Julian Edelman. He's uh, Wes, Wes Welker, who he's always reminded yeah, me absolutely. of because he's so physical. Yep, he is a physical guy. I, he comparison. gives it, he takes it. Troy Brown. And I, I, I've taught Wes Welker for for yeah, years. Yeah, a Wes Welker, a Don Beebe, a, a guy that's going to be a reliable guy. A reliable guy. Okay, he's a Santana Moss. And he's got those jets that go. It's like the Fred Flintstone car. You know, they didn't need, you don't need, boom, they're gone. The feet work so quick. Wes Welker style. Catch the ball, turn, go. They're shot out of a cannon. Tim Dwight, they are just got this burst. And, and, and he's got some wiggle, too. It's not straight ahead burst. Oh, we, can I, I ask you guys? Sorry, I, I got to stop. Devil's, I can talk can about I this guy. Can I ask you guys a devil's advocate buddy. question? Yeah, devil's advocate. Only because I, I brought it up last week, and I said the fact is, I thought we were intentionally targeting Jordan Reed too much. Too much. Okay. Intentionally targeting, meaning we're designing a play for him. Okay. I'm all for getting the ball. I'm all for getting the ball to Jordan Reed. But I'm, all, I'm not for forcing it to him. With him out of the game this past week, do you think it helped? No. No. Open things Pierre up. Pierre Garçon took his role manning the middle. He ran a lot of his similar routes. They used him very similarly and many times, and he made a lot of those catches in traffic, the physical get-hit-by-three-guys-at-once type situation. And I think he took that role over this week. So I don't know if it helped or hurt. Every week's a different matchup. I think Pierre took that role this week. I'm damn glad he did because he did a hell of a job. I by no means is saying don't play Jordan Reed. All I'm saying is we maybe we need if if this is truly happening, we don't know. We're not in the meetings, we're not in the game planning. But if we're intentionally targeting him X amount of times a game, maybe we say, let's let it work out. Let everybody do their thing. He Don't focus on one guy because he's our superstar. May I answer this to T because we have said this back and forth and I know you know, a lot of people are like, okay, we paid this guy this money, and we did it. But all these guys have had six weeks of real football time together, of Sunday, when it counts. Six weeks with this package of weapons that Kirk has at his disposal. We are still figuring out right. roles to a degree. I, I think we right. know what Crowder's is. I think we know what Deshaun Jackson's is. Yep. You know, uh, I think we know that. I think some of these other roles are coming in in different we weeks, different matchups. Is. And, and we do know what Jordan Reed's is. I'm just saying. I'm talking I don't about when they're all healthy. When they're all healthy, and you look out anybody. there, and you got a strong safety over top of that guy, it's kind of hard to go uh, scan the field as a QB and say, "Okay, to that freakish wide receiver being guarded by that so, guy who cannot." So I, I get, you, I get what you're saying, but, but but at what point of that does all this just come into harmony when that doesn't need to happen? Is what you're so, saying? So what I'm, so when, what I'm getting there's at. There's other matchups. Cooley, I was listening to him today. I heard him say something interesting. When you get hot, okay, he said when he was playing, he'd get hot. All of a sudden, they wanted to reward him. So they would call a play for him. Now, he made a joke that usually by that time, you're so tired, you're kind of like, can I take a play off? So, so there are plays designed for specific people. What I'm saying is instead of maybe forcing it to read right off the bat, why don't we let it play out? Then if he starts getting hot, then call one for him. Reward him. So I think reward my, I, Jordan I think, Reed. I think my point reward is Garcon this is all it, coming together game, on the fly is what I, I'm, I'm just saying. saying it might have no. been a blessing in disguise this past week that Jordan Reed wasn't playing so. so that Kirk could have that happen. <laughs> and then when you introduce Jordan Reed back, 
The reason makes why, it even the better. The reason why you draw plays up for him and make and I'm not saying it's a bad thing that he should be out. I'm just well, saying no, I think you have to. He's one of the best offensive weapons in the NFL. Absolutely. No one. You can't guard him. I think you should force the ball to him. You have to force the ball. I mean, that's just what I think. He's just too. I know you're saying. I'm explaining it with, but I do think. I'm talking about maybe tunnel vision. Saying, if Jordan you know, Reed only gets go five targets, I think we lose if he's out there. You I mean, know what you, I mean? I don't mean I mean every possession, not the game. I don't mean the game. I mean if you have him out there and don't use him, and you're not using not your use best him. weapon. I think he was our highest targeted guy only like two games, two of the five that he played in. I think uh, other guys were higher targeted than him um, in the other games. Jameson Crowder specifically in at least two of those games. Um, I think we got back on track in the red zone with Jordan Reed. I was thrilled with what we did in the red zone without him this week. Yeah, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis actually should have had two touchdowns. I was getting, that that's Jameson what I was leading Crowder up to. Ra- I was leading up was to talking about Vernon. Because well, Kirk threw a low well, still a low determined ball. to get on the show. He, he should have thrown a little dumper over top of the guy, and, and uh, Vernon could have Can we get into that? Runner. Speaking of, you just held the follow-through on the little dumper over yeah, the top. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Can, may, may we? Yes. I mean... I'm sorry, boys. I get the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law with all this stuff. If Antonio Brown had a football as a prop, there would have been 15 mini footballs in the end zone freaking <laughs> at the stadium. Yep. I mean, he did not come close to doing anything that nasty, vulgar, vile, or disturbing. And they got the same. Yeah, they got the same. Wasn't it Tony Gonzalez? I don't care about the. Th- they got the same penalty. Like, yeah. someone has I to know. common sense. Look, if, if, if we're using the ball as a prop, and, and, and I, I, I want to use a ball as a prop to Roger Goodell. I would. I would like to do that. <laughs> G- give me a ball or two, and we could, we, you know, we could prop the hell out of that situation. I mean, this guy's yeah. making it to the point where you're like, uh, and I don't want to be the beat, beat on the dead horse. Give me a touchdown celebration in the NFL as a rookie, and I'd do a little fadeaway jump shot, you know, as a high school guy from D.C. and one of the best, the hotbed of, of high school basketball in the nation. He just shot a little fadeaway, Jay. He didn't do what Antonio Brown did to this whole city. Yeah. Same penalty against work. our team. I don't. I want to. I mean, Arabian goggles for you, Roger Goodell. Jay Arabian Gruden. goggles. I'll use the ball as a prop right there. I will. Arabian Jay Gruden goggles. answered it perfectly in his press conference. He says, "Listen, we at the end of the day we play a game. I think they should allow him to have a little bit of fun. There's nothing wrong with that." Jay was a player, but it's a rule. NFL. A rule's a rule. We, we, you know, he now knows how devastating that can be, and I think it was a great, you know. He didn't actually say those words, but it was a teaching moment for that. But, I mean, going back to his original point, it's a game. I mean, for crying out loud, let it happen. Let something happen. Don't take away from the game. I, I mean, agree. Is the NFL Philadelphia is not – fans aren't saying, you know, they, should, they shouldn't allow that because that, you know, was, was one of their saving graces at that point in the game. But if it was one of their guys, they'd be saying the same thing. I mean, come on. That's just ridiculous. So the, the only – Problem I have with the whole thing is that we 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 knew that was a penalty, even though Jay Gruden said I didn't show it on a on a, on a thing. We knew it was a penalty, and w- w- so it's 15 yards. I wasn't you know I wasn't surprised when he threw the flag. I knew, I knew it was you coming. couldn't dunk it. No, no, no you, could, you Tony. I think Tony Gonzalez uh, used to, to to shoot free throws. He, he used to dunk it. He used Always. to dunk it. Ball is a prop. I get. Donovan McNabb you know. used to shoot free throws yes. for sure. Yes. Um. But 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 the. Uh, um, was I and say? I get it if you use it as a weapon. Why or don't you a take the 15 bomb, yards on the extra point now? You know, and if stuff it's like a 33 that. yarder, why not make the extra point 48 yards? Is that a, is that an option? It's got to be an option, right? I mean, that that, that certainly hurt us because our boy, the, the best special teams player in the, in the, in the conference, the is putting it out regularly. We don't have to worry about stuff like this. So definitely, um, they saw weakness. <laughs> 
because uh, I turn in fact that, not, that was, not not to name drop here too hard, but I, I was watching the game next to Harold Carmichael, former. No, I knew you were going to bring that Eagles. up. And soon as as soon as uh, Vernon Davis took the free throw shot, uh, Harold Carmichael was like, ah, oh, he, he laughed. He laughed. He thought it was great. Uh, and then he saw the, the flag, and uh, he's like, what, what, why is there a flag? And I was like, well, this, you can't do that. You know, and they used to do it, and now you can't be, be allowed to do it. He thought, he, thought it was a, he thought that was a ridiculous thing. He works for the Eagles. And, um, but then I said, I, I don't understand why they don't take the 15 yards on the extra point. Make, make us kick a 48-yard you know, extra point. Why are they making us kick a kick? Why do they take it on the kickoff? And he's like, man, I, I don't know. If, if you can make someone kick a 48-yard kick, you got to make them do it. Uh, you know, ten seconds later, I'm watching. Did you and Carmichael become best friends? Run down the field and <laughs> score a touchdown on us, all because of that one penalty. The and that's not, a good point. And, and I don't blame Vernon Davis at all. I don't. I don't the care. momentum swing at that point was just, was just. Oh, it was devastating. And you know what? I hated sickening. it. I hated it for Vernon because it, it took away from a fantastic day. He also had a holding call, and he, he's been called. I think he's been flagged at least once in every game. Oh, yeah. And he needs to clean that up. But when he needed to, he stepped up. He's been great for us. Hey, he caught one of these fades everyone's been talking about. And everyone's like, why do we throw a fade to Vernon Davis? Well, we saw why. Because yeah. when they try and put some chump that can't run with him, and Kirk put that ball on the money. That was a great. But again, in his, in he, his Vernon very Davis small beat that guy like a drum. Catch radius. It was right in he his did. catch radius. He did. A little breadbasket. It was Dude, right. At, it was, at Maryland, it was perfect. he was the backup punt returner. I bet. He never got a chance, and I wanted him to get one so bad because he – I mean, and he's older now, so I don't know if he runs as fast as he used to. But, dude, he ran a 4-4. Four, oh, four. I saw him out there he ran with a, a naked four, eye. Four at, at, at he ran a 4-4 at He might not be 4-4, four, four, but he ain't far off it, man. No, I'm, I'm sure he's not. But, I mean, a 4-4 four, four at his size in, in college. And I'm still determined to get him on the show. I'm, I'm working on it. We'll Come on, on, Vernon. Big fans, baby. Big fans. Congratulations. That was Let great. me ask you guys this about our run game. There's a lot of talk last week about Rob Kelly getting some carries. Uh, Fat Rob. Maybe, maybe Matt Jones not getting it done, not good enough to get it done, or whatever the story was last week. I don't know. I heard it a lot of different ways. Keegan. From Keegan, mostly from Keegan. Um, Rob Kelly did get his five carries. He did make the most of it with 12 yards Made a carry. Count. Uh, no touchdown, but he did rattle off a 45-yarder. Awesome. He did get dragged down by his hair. It's all right. He uh, popped up. He, so between him and you know, actually been, Chris it Thompson. May have been, it may have been the play that sparked the rest of that offense. Getting pulled down by his it hair? Certainly. Matt Jones, even. No, no, no. I don't mean oh, that. Oh, the 45-yarder. The 45-yarder. Yeah. Even Matt Jones admitted, when I saw him do that, man, I got, I got excited for him, but I wanted to go prove something myself. Yeah. I, I as well as Matt Jones played this past weekend, Fat Rob needs more carries. Chris Thompson did did great Chris for the Thompson smallest guy. The one guy. holding him from getting more carries. Yeah, he, I mean he got he got nine carries. He only got you know thirty seven yards and and you know at four four yards a clip. But they, you know talk about designing plays for a guy. You know they pitched it out to him a couple of times to get to get outside. Uh, you know what he his long was a ten yarder, so he never really broke one. But he was consistently. Getting what the defense gave him, and yes. he's a small guy, and he was get, you know he was he was moving the pile just a little bit at the end. The days Screens, of a, first down, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, checkdowns. He was all over the place, man. The days of a franchise running back, I know, don't exist. Why not have three guys? I agree. No one, no one of them needs to go into a game being told you're going to get X percentage of the carries. Well, may I just say this? Here's it's the what same I do thing think I was about, saying about Reed. 
just just let's play yeah, but, them. Yeah, but here's, here's and then if here's somebody gets thing. hot, stick with them. It's different when you have six two two thirty. The reason he's a hide runner, he runs with high legs. He's not the. I don't think he, Chris Thompson should get the most. No, I'm talking about Matt Jones. I'm saying Matt I'm Jones. About Matt Jones and Matt Rob. Jones, but here's the deal. Matt Jones is the guy that wears that defense's ass out. You don't give him and split carries with you know Fat Rob, who I who I love, and I'm love and I love I'm loving his role right now. Let's bring him along. There's no reason to baptize him by fire. Matt Jones is supposed to be the uh, Marshawn, our version of Marshawn Lynch. He's there to give that defense. That work. 6'2", 230. you got to tackle that all day long. You're tired. You're hot. You're going up against it. He's hitting you again. He's coming in. That's his talent for us. That's what he brings from the stable. If we start cutting his carries, we're just taking away from that whole, hey, then we might as well get rid of him is all I'm saying. A big back his size, he needs those carries. We need to wear down and make that run game effective. We Just had, like our O-line's wearing yep. down the D-line. We He's ha- that we hammer. Had, which which goes back carries, to. We had the carries to give out this week. Uh, 33 total rushes, one of those being the Jamison Crowder nine-yard loss, two of those being Kirk Cousins scampers. But on Chris Thompson, the interesting thing for me about Chris Thompson and the way this offense works, if you really look at it, Pierre Garçon was the highest targeted receiver. Uh, Matt Jones got 16 carries. But Chris Johnson got nine carries, and he was targeted three times in the passing game, catching all of them. So he actually led the team in in touches or targets. I mean, he got 12 plays his way. He's earned all of it, and he's producing, and I love it. It's, it and it's, it's interesting because I think, uh, I don't know, Redskins fans over the last two or three years, uh, watching him come along, you always knew the coaches loved him. Um, he always would shine when he got his plays in the preseason, but he just he was always banged up. Uh, to see him, I mean, th- he, he has a, a legitimate, uh, important role in this offense. I mean, you can talk all you want about Jordan Reed, you can talk all you want about Matt Jones, um, but I think if you go back, at least for you know our winning streak, and you look at the times Chris Thompson has gotten his hand on the ball, he is he is he he's he's the guy. I think he's he's turning into the main driver for our for our offense. I mean, I mean, you want to take your shots with Deshaun. Obviously, if Jordan's healthy, you're going to dare someone to be good enough to cover him. But I, in week six, at four and two. Chris Thompson, all of a sudden, is the guy I'm looking at. And I'm like, well, geez. Um, he, he's, he's definitely the guy I'm looking at to get us out of a third down situation. He's doing more than that. And, and we, got, we, we crush it on third or, down. Or a, what was or, our... or a second and long or, or something like that. I mean, he's, he's the guy you want to get in space. We're seven for 13. I think that's his max amount of touches right there. I think if he can do that for us on a week-in, yeah. week-out basis, that's it. And I do is, think is a lot I do just, think yeah. Rob Kelly is absolutely the quicks. Mm-hmm. He's definitely quicker. The, the wiggle, he he's got that little bit of burst. That was fun to watch for a guy who played fullback for four years at the college level. Plus, you know he's going to hit somebody. You do, but the Matt Jones thing is a wear down situation. I think he's the perfect change up guy. Uh, but I like it. You wear him down. You wear him down. You wear him down. You wear him down. If that's the thought, which I think it is, you know, Matt Jones isn't an eight carry kind of guy. Uh, that, now 16, but, man, it's more effective when Chris Thompson's catching some of those pitches on the outside, yep. keeping him between the tackles. I, all I'm saying right now is I like all of it. Good things I, I like happen when Rob Kelly goes into the, into the game. Good things yeah, but happen. I don't think he needs to take any of Matt Jones' carries, and I think Chris Thompson might have stolen a couple of his after that burst because we kind of went away from him, and we started pounding that thing when we got up 24-14, and Matt Jones was the guy at that point. After the shuffle in the middle of the game, they all started getting little carries yep. here and there. It's crazy that we ran it 33 times. The finisher times. was Matt Jones, and he finished it. 
And he finished well, it. Yeah, he and he did finish it. But I'm just, it was it's crazy that we had 33 carries uh, on the day and and 230 total rushing yards, and yet Kirk Cousins still threw the ball 34 times. Yep. That's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of throws for when you look at our run, rushing line. Hey. You see, I mean, you see how balanced. You see how when everything's working, how how well. <laughs> How good it looks. Then let's give the MVP to the O-line because by, O-line by, by, great. by no mistake, they were on point. Hey, some, that little inside play, they're running a little wham block with Vernon Davis coming across, but all of a sudden it was like a little inside trap yep. that we hit up all day long. It looks so good. Vernon Davis was crushing guys. Execution. Yeah, I don't care about his one penalty. I know what you're saying he does need to clean it up, but when he's in there doing what he's doing, mixing it up, I mean, how about that resurrection of a career? Come back home and get it right. God he bless took him. on Benny Logan, dude, uh, number ninety-six, uh, right where the center, the center vacated. Uh, Vernon Davis comes rolling in, cracks Benny Logan, uh, knocks him, you know, all, onto one foot for for a half a second. Running back just goes yep. right on by. It's the old wham block Ken's talking about, T. The old wham uh, block. And Love Ver- the wham Vernon block. Davis, Vernon Davis has been doing that since he was probably 14, <laughs> 15, but I know when he was 17, 18, because uh, old Ralphie boy liked to use him on a uh, – oh, the, the unsuspecting – Depending on how heavy he was, he probably yeah. could have been doing it as early as yeah. 8, 9, yeah. 10. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that's not the guy I want coming on a wham. I don't care how big I am at that nose. We're at that defensive Let, end. Let's give, before we uh, close out the, after the whistle tonight, let's give some shine to some guys who deserve some shine. We've been talking about all the the uh, the, the flash, the the offensive flash we had. I, I, I mentioned, I think, Josh Norman. We've mentioned Ryan, Ryan Kerrigan. Kerrigan yeah. um, Preston Smith showed up. Uh, Ricky Jean Francois, Ricky Jean Francois had, had a huge Chris game. Baker, they, these guys Chris played, Baker had a huge game. Played great. I believe they suggested That's that we, why I that keep we saying run why. Yes. <laughs> as yes. happy as I am and as much as I celebrate it, as much as it just felt good to watch that kind of level of football, the, 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 the question keeps coming back. Why? 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 Can they do it again? Oh, yeah. I mean, so when you think about it, if though, do. T, if you think about it, though, so first of all, I unbelievable. Mean, they they got uh, the, the the return touchdown and the uh, pick six. I mean, they had forty freaking yards of offense in the first half. When you when you, uh, that's why I asked, is our defense good? I mean, can they just are they? Do you get to a point where the group of guys gels to to a level where they they can be a a, a shut down group just by sheer you know gelling? Like we're gelling. Uh, yelling? I, I, I don't know how I feel. You I don't know what you're saying. saying. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to say that let's just go with, uh, what is it called? An anomaly? It's a, what is it? What, what, well, what, for, what's the word I'm looking for? Aberration? Defense, I don't know if it's an aberration. Uh, Outlier? Uh, I just can't put my finger on this. I don't like any this. of the words you're using. Yeah. Because I, I, I hope it's none of that. It's, uh, I, I'm going to think of this word, and then I'm going to text it to you 100 straight times. I can't, I can't think of it because whatever it is, I can't put my finger on what this defense is doing. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. But when you think about twenty-six straight possession with no touchdowns, what the where the hell mirage. did that come from? Where the hell? It's not a mirage. It can't be. It it's can't a, be a full uh, mirage. Someone's doing something right. I am also not going to say we're the eighty-five Bears. There's no chance. I'm, I'm leaning towards towards the skew of uh, middle to lower than that. Obviously, from what, where we came from to that. But where the hell this came from? Sure has been sweet as hell to watch. I'll tell you who's not a Carson Wentz. I'll tell you who's 10 times better than Carson Wentz. His name is Matthew J. Stafford. I don't know if that's his middle initial, but I just think it should be. Uh, it should be J. He, he's a baller. He doesn't, he doesn't have Calvin Johnson. 
He loves himself some Marvin Jones. That team has always been built to They've got a good pass. offense. <laughs> I don't expect for us to go another 26 well, possessions. Underdogs again, without, baby. Underdogs without again. Without a touchdown. They've got a good offense. Their defense, not so much. Their defense, not so much. That, that's, it matches up well for us. We have, we're going to score points. Uh, we can't give up return touchdowns. I mean, that's just, that's just stupid. If, <laughs> you're gonna you can't give games. away points, period, and expect to win uh, games. So well, Duke Johnson, just whatever I, we did, I totally we got, neutralized what Philadelphia that was doing us on back. offense. To me, we're we're square after the Duke Johnson phantom recovery and the C.J. Mosley fumble touchback fruit basket whoa, play. Whoa, whoa, who's to say that fruit you get to basket. say who's square or not? Fantasy gods, I mean the the football gods have that that scoreboard up there. We have been through a lot of down years, a lot of those bad things that we could I'm be having a square, a string, of a lot of good ones coming our way. We 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 definitely you, still you, we deserve may, we more. We may be like negative. 15 for all we know. We got 15 great plays about to happen. <laughs> well, that's to be determined by the football gods, yeah. you guys, and everyone else. But just before we leave, I just want it to be known that Pam Oliver was back this week, boys. Mm. She was back on the, on the broadcast. And speaking of Jays, it looked like she stole one from someone on the sidelines. Someone put her in a headlock, and then they went right <laughs> onto her for a sideline report. I don't know what's going on, but it is unbelievable. You're I really worried every, about her. I, you are worried I, about her. I, I know that when I sit and watch said TV game, football games on TV, or anything else on TV with my wife, we will discuss the situation. This is a situation that a woman next to me is going like, what the, what the hell? She's on, then there's so much confusion. And I know she's good at what she does, but there's some serious business going on up there, man. Check it out. There's stuff going on back there. It looked like, seriously, that she was wrestling with someone, was placed in a headlock, broke from said headlock, Maybe picked up the microphone. Hair. Maybe a noogie was involved. Her, it's, 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 it's above the shoulders. Maybe it was yes. windy. No, that was last time. That was last time that she came from Georgetown <laughs> in an Uber. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, all I know is... Uh, Barometric pressure. Plus, we got, who was our team? We got John Lynch and uh, who was yeah. our, our announcer? Yeah, John, John Lynch, Lynch was giving a little Red Rover, Red Rover situation. Was really? on. I, I was getting a lot I of texts about people not, not oh, appreciating John Lynch. Oh, he did use that line. Yeah. He was like, Red Rover, Red Rover. I think he actually because they went Because like they went to a prevent and kept everything in front. With yeah, five yeah, guys yeah, yeah, directly yeah. on the same I line. I remember that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was odd. That was odd. And yeah. and Doug Peterson looked like he was walking into, you know, uh, I don't know, Starbird with his visor on, his floppy with gray yeah. hair. He looked like he had a fishing pole in the back of the pickup truck. I think he's a good coach. Looking for that Jay that Pam Oliver tried to steal from yeah, Ricky Jay Francois. Yeah, that's the two of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that Ricky's, you know, getting down that way, but his middle initial is Jay, so I went with that. And the, the Brit, Brit McHenry, Brick McHenry? Yeah. She was in the house. That was yeah. a big deal. Everyone was talking about it. I was like, seriously, she's just a sports reporter. I know. I'm not not a big fan. I'm a big fan of parking lot attendants. They've helped me a lot over the years. And, you know, once she crossed that line, no coming back <laughs> you, for this yeah, guy. Yeah, you've, dr- you've drawn your line. Attendant. No coming back for this guy. That was it. My Here line's you. in the, yeah. It's in concrete. I've had, I've had wonderful she looks, She's so smug. And, like, I think she's too pretty for herself. As well. I just want to. Yeah. Well, well, on, she's a, she's a, she's an avid listener of the Audible, obviously. So we don't want. I didn't to, say we, she was a bad person. <laughs> we love you, Britt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, we I didn't mean you, to Britt. hit you right on the hit it right on the nail there. Yeah, no, yeah, you should have done that in pre-production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have exactly. we should have cleared we should have vetted the the uh, Britt McHenry segment part of the show. Yeah, she better be looking fine next time she comes. To town. <laughs> you hear what I've done to Pam Oliver. That's true. So hard being so hard being so like, you know, 
perfect looking on television. You better watch. You know what I mean? Before, break, oh, okay. before break goes all parking hey. attendant on you. Hey. Exactly. Sober Sunday, no tailgating, tweed blazer. You know, we <laughs> haven't even touched upon this. That's right. That's right. Are you talking about his TV? Ken's TV parents? Yeah. Well, what is a show without our guy as a part of the show on a different media venue than the sweatiest basement in Kensington? It is Salazar, who we had on. Yes, Sebi. He's doing great. Santana Moss, JP Flame from the Junks, JP Finley, the beat reporter for Comcast. He's awesome. A pro uh, with the capital P. And um, it was fun, man. Watch the game. buddy. Watch the game. We were proud of you. You know? Started from the bottom, now we're here. Was it hard to alter your pre-game, during-game rituals uh, to me, be no, able I mean, to do TV at the end of the game? I still, you know, had a couple beers. It was fine. Uh, the, 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 Pam Oliver snuck in a sixer. Yeah, cool. was, <laughs> Pam, Pam had a <laughs> lot more than that, apparently. We were shotgunning beers, but, you know, you... You, you headlocked her. You yeah, headlocked her. It was Ken. It was Ken. <laughs> epic battle in the in the press box with uh, Pam it's Oliver. It's a big old head to be headlocking. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. this guy's head right here. Um, <laughs> no cheering. No cheering in the press box. That yeah, that was hard. That's hard. That was hard. But with, yeah. with with regard to your question about changing up, you know, habits in the parking lot, I'll, I'll tell you something. First of all, the parking lot was full early, uh, which does not happen very many weeks. You do expect there to be some Philadelphia people in the house. Well, I read your your look six pack. They were tight. Days. It was a it was a very tense uh, parking lot. People people were ready for the game. They were excited, but I, you could, you definitely got the sense that. It was this game was just kind of like looming on on you, like what's going to happen, you know, how is this day going to go, um, and I think that intensified the tailgating for some people, and I think for other people it kind of it mellowed it out, maybe chilled it out a little bit. I think that's what happened to our tailgate. Our, t- our tailgate was a little more mellow. Um, I, I think I think it had something to do with you not wearing a jersey and wearing a collared shirt with a blazer. And underwear. people were probably like yeah, what, wearing what's, underwear. What's our leader. What happened to our leader? I got a little. Our, our, lead, our leader looks. I got some looks. Normal. They were behind. They were they were they they were fully behind me. But I did a change job in the in the car before I went in, and uh, yeah, that was a weird moment. After all these years of knocking it, you know, knocking it down, and uh, among the among, it down. among the my peasants, baby's all grown up and he's all you a, grown you, up. You used to be among the peasants. Now you're upstairs. I st- but I started my day from exactly where I needed to start it from. You know, right outside the never gates. forget your roots, bro. Never, 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 never forget your roots. Well, because that's where I'll be spending all my time, anyways, no matter what. So uh, the uh, cheers to that, brother. Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> it was fun. I can't wait to do it again. I'm sure we will. Um, we'll put out some more, you know, promotional stuff with uh, with our boy Pete over here, and let everyone know. I sh- I would assume I will be on this Sunday from some location after the Detroit game, um, although that's not confirmed. My my role is still very small. In I think show. Kevin, you and I should find out where he's going to be, and then like photo bomb in the background. That'd be awesome. The That'd whole be great. time. I love I love I love your idea. <laughs> I think we should just like torment the hell out of him from the other side. I think that's. I think. I mean, you'd be surprised. Like how I can hold it together. Uh, but uh, you'd be surprised how fast that chair can streak. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to put it on rabbit. I'm going to put it way on rabbit. And I'm going to stand on this. Uh, that, that. I take that back. That got weird. Are there two guys water skiing behind you? <laughs> Wait a second. They're not water skiing at all. There's not even any water back there. Uh, Fort now makes us giddy. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Well. Four in a row. Four in a row. 
Four in a row. We're going to make Thanksgiving matter. Uh, we got Detroit this week. We got the Bengals in London the week after that, and then a bye, a well-earned bye. Let's take care of business in Detroit. Let's come back next week, talk about hopefully another win on the road. I got a uh, text today from the uh, Detroit Lions radio station asking me to come on tomorrow and talk about the Redskins. I said, absolutely. I assume you want to talk about the 1999 NFC wildcard game. <laughs> he was like, um, no, we're probably not going to talk about that. <laughs> That's all right. What about the 91 NFC That's championship great. game? I, I can roll there, too, if you want to. We can just talk about NFC, you know situations the, uh, it's going to be a hard game you got to get an audio file of that or something i will i'll, I'll get it i'll put it up on i'll put it nice. up on and stuff so uh i'll tell you what guys cheers cheers to the redskins cheers to four games that have been fun to watch four televised uh episodes of fantastic television and here's H-T-T-R. to uh T-T-R. here's Damn. to one more yeah a couple more Eight Mile to Big Ben, brother. Eight Mile to Big Ben. Eight Mile and, and, and Hanger Right. Isn't that what you, you said last week? Something, something <laughs> along those lines from uh, Detroit I, to Philly? I don't remember that part. But we'll get yes, there. Yes. We'll get there. Yes, just right outside of Eight Mile. For uh, Matt the Real Deal Seal, Tim Strachan, Kevin Ricca, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. <laughs>